0: Hi, it's Andrew Priestley. Welcome to Multiply Your Money. This is Season 2, Episode 13, and it's been a while since I've chatted. Um, a long while since I've chatted, because I've just been busy. i mean really, really flat out work-wise. I've been travelling, I've been speaking, and I've been busy. So um, I hate to say it, this just wasn't stamped urgent. But anyway, I'm back, and I noticed on my travels and meeting with people, I kept running into the same issue over and over again. You know, I'm meeting up with very smart, and this is all ages, right? So it's not just young people, but it's right across the board. Very smart, intelligent people, qualified. Um, you know, they've got good, they've got good jobs, they've got good incomes, um, and yet no cash. And they're sailing very close to the wind and, you know, they're living week by week and there's more month than money and their credit cards are maxed out, right? So one of the basic things that I'm telling you will work for you, right? It's Let's just do the basics. Number one, you need to know how much money you earn, okay? And I suggest if you're a salaried person, go and talk to your boss and ask your boss, can, I, can you give me an, a, a printout of what my salary is? And also include things like any deductions, automatic deductions that come out, you know, like in the UK, like national insurance or something like that, right? But you want to know what your gross income is and then what your net income, you know, after-tax take-home pay is. If you're self-employed, then ask your accountant to give you a breakdown of what your average annual income is, okay? Your taxable income. And number two is you've got to find out what do you spend your money on. So, you know, it'd be good to break that down into um, weekly, monthly, quarterly and annual expenses, right? So you may even have daily in there, but, but, um, you know, like particularly, you know, weekly and monthly. I know I'm sitting in a railway station at the moment and... um, most of the people here have got little little stickers on their car which means that they've paid for a monthly uh, parking pass and I'm assuming they've also got a, a monthly travel card or they've got a weekly travel card, whatever it is. But, but they've got these... Um, that, that's probably a weekly or a monthly expense that they're looking at but you know you're looking at things like your fuel and energy bills you know your electricity your power your water uh you might include things like uh, you, um you know your rent that that sort of stuff um you know quarterly might be things like TV license or you might pay your life insurance quarterly I don't know and then obviously annual expenses as well so i've got car insurance house insurance um i've got you know my pi professional indemnity insurance i've got all those things but you need to get a list build a spreadsheet and get, just get you know columns daily weekly monthly quarterly annually and get a list of all those things so you know what your outgoings are and what what is left over is your disposable income or your discretionary disposable income the money that you've got left to spend okay um Also, including that things like your credit cards, because your credit card will have a limit on it, so you want to check what the limit of your card is so i 've got a credit card now believe it or not, it only has a thousand pound limit you know i 'm not one of these people who takes a ten thousand or a five thousand pound limit i st- I pay off my uh, my credit card. And I keep it under a thousand pounds, right? I do that quite easily because I'm you know pretty structured in that way. But you need to know what your outgoings are now. The best way to know how you then three number three how you use your disposable income is to get receipts for everything. So for your um, for your uh, periodic payments, you know the weekly, quarterly, monthly, and that you'll probably have statements or standing orders which you'll will show up on your bank statements. So you want to bring out bank statements and look for those deductions, right, and those payments. But for your discretionary income, the best way to do it is to collect receipts. So get a receipt for every single thing that you spend money on and put it into a bag, like you know, this month, whatever this month is, let's say it was October, then put October in the bag and put all of those receipts in there, and you should have a, uh, a like a spreadsheet, or if you're like me, you have an app that takes a photo of the receipt and sends it to your accountant, so you know exactly what you're spending, what you're doing with your disposable income, that's a good place to start, okay? Um, now, I'm going to do another recording, it's probably going to say exactly the same thing, have you done this, but I'm going to ask, Have you, did you actually do this, did you actually do it? Because trust me, you will not, you know, unless and until you start to do these real basic things, you will not start to manage your money or multiply your money. You don't know how much money you've got to spend. You don't know how much money you've got to save. You don't know how much money you've got to invest. Now, getting that information will probably tell you that you probably need to increase your income for example. It might mean, like me, I had to take a second and a third job because my credit card was overdue many, many years ago. I overspent on my credit card, and so I had to take a second and a third part-time job just to reduce down that debt, which I did. Okay? But you might say, oh, I need to get a better job, or I need to increase my income, or I need to do a second income we'll talk about that a little bit later. But for now, just get the basics in place. Number one, how much do I earn? Number two, what are my regular periodic expenses? And number three, what am I spending my disposable income on? Get receipts. Talk to you soon.